Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I am your host, Dan Morin, and I'm joined, as I always am, by John Moltz. Yes, you are. And Guy English. Hello. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing this week? Um, better than Malcolm Merlin. <laughs> zing. Low, low bar. Zing. Low Did bar. I, z- I zinged Malcolm Merlin? <laughs> you had a zinger. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Malcolm. Poor Malcolm. Poor Merlin. Malcolm. Well, all right. So before we jump in, uh, let's do it. As I our hate tra- that guy. As our tradition has become, um, let's do a brief recap. I think you guys have both tried your hand at it, so I'm going to see if I can do a 45-second recap of this week's uh, episode. Thank God. Okay. Please. Thank God. Yeah, I know, please. yeah. So that's, that's pretty bad a at it. load off you guys' minds. I think the key is just to leave a lot of crap out. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. right. So this week we have Nanda Parbat. And as I recall, the episode basically deals with, in the present, uh, Oliver is heading off to Nanda Parbat, convinced that the only way that he can basically save... Thea is uh, to rescue Malcolm Merlin, who has been turned in by Thea, <laughs> to the League of Assassins. Uh, in what I thought was actually a really smart move of like, hey, let's just give them Merlin. <laughs> What's the problem with that? But Oliver's convinced that his sister will regret it, like letting letting her father get murdered. Um, and so he, is, uh, he heads off with Diggle's help to Nanda Parbat to assault it and rescue Malcolm Merlin, which seems really weird. Meanwhile, Thea reveals to Laurel that she is the one who killed Sarah. Laurel just gets more pissed at Merlin um, and is opposed to Oliver uh, saving him. Um, Ray gets closer to his Adam suit and gets closer to Felicity. Much closer. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely. Nicely phrased. Thank you. Uh, And in the flashbacks, we see Oliver basically feels like he's about to leave Hong Kong and everything's going to be great. Except Amanda Waller has, of course, double-crossed them. And so in our last shot there, we see him running off with the Yamashiro's kid, who, who uh, Maseo has told him to save, while Maseo and Tatsu are pinned down under fire. Uh, and, our, and our present storyline ends with Oliver throwing himself before Rachel Ghoul, saying, Kill me! And Rachel Ghoul says, No, 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 no. Much better than that. You become me. <laughs> so that's, I think, a broad outline of yeah. what we saw this week. Sure. So let's let's dive into some of our uh, our recurring our recurring segments. You, John, can, you ex- can you explain one thing to me before that we, we continue that? Which I just key, key to the very end, sure. um, which I'm not I'm not clear on the Lazarus. Uh, oh, okay. stuff. Yeah, so how it works. So does he need another body? Well, let's, so in other words, is that is that saying uh, I'm going to take over your body, or is that? More like I'm going to train you to be my replacement. I think I think it's more of an apprentice thing. That okay. was my reading of it. Guy, what did you think? Uh, so does he need another body? Was or your, or is he just is he just sort of offering offering Oliver a job as like the next Rachel Ghoul? <laughs> like he's trained, he's grooming. He's him. gonna he's gonna be wearing a, like he's a smock a, with a. <laughs> my name is Ollie is working his way up from the mailroom in the League of Assassins. Oliver Queen. So in the comics. Um, Rachel Ghoul regenerates by basically taking a, a bath, you know, going, going for a swim in the uh, in the Lazarus pit, right? Um, which I believe, so, like when we first see him, that's that the was, illusion. That, I thought that was the homage that they were going for there. Yeah, like, but he does it, not. Okay, yeah, I thought that was just his hot tub. Um, he does not need another body to inhabit. I don't think it's that. No. Okay, no, okay, it's not like he rejuvenates. He rejuvenates but, himself, but he often okay. asks Batman to become his successor. Right, and, and, and he wants Bruce Wayne to become his successor. Ollie is say. basically our Batman stand-in 
in yes. the right in the TV show DC universe. So yeah. I thought the um it was interesting between the pool at the beginning that Rachel Ghoul is sort of lounging around in and the fact that we get pretty much explicit uh information this time that he is really old. He references meeting an illusionist in Vienna in 1854. Yeah. So he looks good for his age. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean he'd kind of done it Earlier, he said right. it's been seventy six yeah. years since I've been challenged. Right, but we didn't know but, like how old he was. Now we yeah, put a date he could have just it. been talking and whatever. Our hero gets murdered right after. So, well, so okay. You so don't, here's you don't the thing. think about that so much. Is like wow, I right. just got yeah, killed. Right. I guess yeah. the the workaround you could still do with that, although I think they probably won't. Is the um. You could have it be like like institutional memory, as yeah. it were. Like yeah. I, meaning the previous Rachel Ghoul, um, you know, met an illusionist. But like I think that this is we're literal. starting to get into more of the mystical elements here. I, well, certainly Jackpot dude kind of. Well, that's not that's, <laughs> not, <laughs> mystical, that's not mystical. But, it's not mystical, but I mean, we're expanding a little bit of what Arrow. It's is getting about, a little right? wild, yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah. They're, they're they're playing a little faster and looser with the sort of gritty realism that we've seen before. Right. Yeah. So, um, John, you mentioned coming in that you that uh, that you were doing better than Malcolm Merlin, which I'm glad to hear because Malcolm <laughs> Merlin's not doing so great in this not episode. So great. Not so great. Um, so let's 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 sort of run down our our magician uh al sahir i think they call him yeah. which i believe is the magician right um he has a he has a not great week <laughs> he has a pretty crazy yeah because uh thea's already found out that um he drugged her to make her kill sarah and then sarah goes and tells laurel which and Oliver, no, Oral, which Oliver no, wait, said, no, don't do. No, Thea goes and tells. I'm oh, sorry, Oral. Thea goes. Yes, yeah. Sarah, Sarah doesn't tell. Sarah goes. doesn't tell anybody. <laughs> right. Thea uh, goes and tells Laurel, which which Oliver told her not to do. So this right. and this is, I think, a really interesting theme about this episode is Oliver is really alienated from the rest of the group in this episode. Oliver just reacts. He is. He has no idea. What, well, he's so I think this completely is, lost control of anything th- that's happening. I think it's kind of fascinating because so the big criticism I had as I started watching this episode was that it felt to me very much like the I, his rationale for going to challenge Rachel Ghoul was very thin because it's yep. this whole thing with yep. like, hey, I want to save my sister's soul, and whereas I was thinking like in the scene where they give him Malcolm, I was like. Well, that makes a lot of sense. You just wrapped up a lot of problems there. Rachel Uncle's not going to look for you. He's going to kill Malcolm. And yeah, you basically should have been step one. It really people. should have been step one. It was like, <laughs> oh, the League of Assassins? Here's Malcolm. Here we you don't go. even like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Rather than the insistence that they have to work with him. But I think they yeah. did a nice job of evolving that as it goes along. Um, right. And, the, and I think that there is an element of him wanting to save Thea's soul. But sure. I think that the more interesting, the much more interesting part of that comes when he's locked up with Diggle later on right. in the episode. Yeah. And Diggle hints that there's another reason. I mean, right. he knows, he's got yeah. the sense that that's not the only reason. This is a, this to me is a Diggle episode, Oh, it's a great Diggle episode. He's, yeah. Yeah. he's the best. Like, he's the only guy that's got his head on his shoulders. He knows right. what's happening. He's yeah. totally... I, control it was it was freaking me out though because i was really scared when we saw that conversation he has with lila that like i was really scared they're gonna kill him because it sounded like it sounds like the conversation that you have like you give somebody before they it's like the it's the john snow uh, edward stark like oh i'll tell you all about your mother when you get back like (laughs) right yeah and so it felt to me like oh my god don't kill diggle don't kill diggle no 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 If anything, what you do is you kill Oliver and then just have Diggle just be depressed for like another five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> 
We already tried that. It didn't. It didn't take. Yeah. Yeah, but it is funny how how Oliver is on his heels in the whole thing. In particular, when Laurel comes in and confronts him over the fact, and and does it so well. I mean, basically sets him up, and he lies to her straight to her face the way he's been lying to everybody for you know two and a half seasons. And, and you know he's been on like, an island for long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pulling an Oliver. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was so good. It's like so well, it was well acted and well scripted. Uh, you know what? Laurel has really grown on me in the in the sort of this season in general. She's done a lot. They've done a lot better with her character. Someone I read a review somewhere that suggested like the second they stopped trying to like like make her a strong woman character by like just being like she's strong she's strong she's strong and then turn her into a character who is strong but also vulnerable mm-hmm. i think it really did wonders for her in terms of the dimensionality of her character yeah well because, i mean they created a character rather than like an archetype right maybe. exactly yeah. and and in this episode she gets a lot of great scenes because not only does she get to take on oliver which is i think that was one of the showcase scenes in this episode yeah it was um but she also takes on merlin even though mm-hmm. she knows she basically She's can't her, beat him, and she gets kicked. her she gets her ass kicked, which she should <laughs> well, because she's, he's right, a master. Right. He of I mean, that's assassins. the thing is she doesn't even get her ass kicked because Merlin is like, he's, like, he's like, like a seven year old starts right. getting mad at yeah. you. You're like, <laughs> right. You're like, right. You put your hand his, on their head. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Like he doesn't. He barely touches her. Like most of the moves, he's just stepping out of the way, and she's falling over because like her entire weight is behind the attack, and he's just not there. But it's a it's a uh, nice scene because it's it's, it's great. It, it's great it plays scene. to that realism yeah. that we've talked about in previous episodes, where it's like, yeah, Laurel hasn't been doing this that long, and she's not well trained. She no, no. really has a lot of you know rage inside of her that's driving her, but it doesn't make her the best fighter. No, and and I like that it. Um, cements malcolm as being a badass yep i like that it cements him as um maybe growing a conscience maybe being somebody that we care about or at least um, he doesn't just kill her right he presumably could oh yeah yeah oh easily immediately like yeah Yeah, the thing the, the only thing i don't understand is how um nissa was able to defeat malcolm and then oliver defeats nissa well, well, I mean, we don't if know we're, if we're gonna if we're if gonna, gonna stack rank them. Fight, that, that fight, doesn't fight quite that doesn't quite work out. Not yeah. that that's well, she's got she's got help, right? The way. She's got the other assassins with her. Yeah, but they don't engage Malcolm. They don't really she do. Just they don't, yeah, down. they don't really do anything. They just yeah. stand there. Malcolm hasn't been as powerful as he or well, whatever you, stack you, ranked as he was in the first season. He was yeah. basically unstoppable. Well, you could argue that he's if if he is perhaps growing some sort of conscience, perhaps that's making him weaker. You know, in terms which of, actually uh, is what he said in the first season, right? Which is like, <laughs> I'm fighting for a reason. That's why I win all the time. Right. Like you're, I, I, I think in the oh, second yeah, to says, last he episode. Says Oliver he doesn't know why he's fighting. Yeah, right? he gives him a speech of like, yeah. um, you know, you're younger and stronger. And I, I yeah, just right. destroy you every single time because I know right. what I'm doing. Like I, I, I have determination. And that's ultimately how Oliver de- defeats him is that he gets determined enough to stab himself through the chest and and nail merlin right right yeah. so maybe that's what we're seeing now it's like merlin is just like doesn't he's not invested well he's lost his purpose yeah so his he's, purpose yeah. is just to save his skin at this point yeah which we see later when he gets thrown in front of uh rachel ghoul and he immediately says he will just go back to work for him right which is not rachel ghoul is not very convinced by <laughs> no, no. 
It's not, not that a swing is a, That argument. is a weak play. That's not going <laughs> to – that's just not going to work. That's not going to sell over the demon's head. doesn't seem like a guy you want in your organization. <laughs> yeah. You know <laughs> what? You're hired. The guy who's got, got crazy, <laughs> elaborate plots. Um, well, so – so the story of Merlin is what? Like he, so he, uh, his wife gets killed. Then he goes to Nanda Parbat for a couple of years to get trained up, uh, right. working with um, Rishal Ghul as his right hand man. It sounds like, or at least one of them, like a trusted. Um, he, he seemed that he was in the upper echelon of the sure. organization, yeah. Right. right? Yeah, he said he was his horseman. Whatever yeah. that means. W- whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate image of Mal- Mer- Malcolm Merlin and Rachel right. Go playing horsey. Yes. Literally, yeah. yes. Literally riding yeah. around like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does sound kind of badass. But it doesn't give you the the numbers, right? Like you don't right. know. Maybe there's maybe there's a lot of horsemen. Who knows? Um, <laughs> then he seems to leave, uh, which you don't do. That seems like a. Got Sarah in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then he goes back to Starlink City, and yet the League doesn't really pursue him because he's running a giant right. corporation, I, and they could get him. But I they wonder don't if it him. was just him like playing the, the sort of like trying to play both sides and be well, like, my, yeah, my, yeah, my, I, I think you, it's the right. undertaking, right? Like, but I think that's his other side, right? Like, I think he's trying to maintain to the league. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm still with you guys, but secretly I'm doing this undertaking thing, and I really don't care what you guys think. I just used you to get to the point that I, you know, to okay, get me, yeah. um, like, further my agenda, essentially. Maybe. Doesn't the undertaking seem like something that the league would just love? Well, it's hard to tell. Yes, <laughs> except they didn't plan it. Right. Yeah. So, right. you know. It, it wasn't built here. Right. I, 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 yeah. I, well, <laughs> not invented here. Well, it's like a mob move. It's like, yeah, okay, shaking down this business is cool, but uh, oh, we didn't tell you to do that. Business. Like, yeah. well, I think that Rachel Gould likes to have control. Yeah. And so, even if you do something that he thinks is like, hey, that's not a bad idea, if he didn't call it, bad, he's, he's very bad jobs. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, just very <laughs> bad news. He's, he's the Steve Jobs of destroying civilizations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so now he gets dragged back before Rachel Ghoul, and he immediately capitulates. I, I don't know. It, right. It was right. a little bit weird. It's not, not his best play, but I think he realizes the outnumber. He's like, so he's, we've discussed this in the past too, he's an opportunist, right? Yeah. And so for him... This is like, well, I'm again, he's the only thing driving him right now is any attempt to save himself. And, you know, at this point, he's willing to do whatever or say whatever it takes in order to keep himself alive, um, which is interesting because you get this very like, you know, Rachel Gould gives him a hard time about like you can't cheat death. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, in fact, he himself has done. And so you get the idea that he is in some ways very attached to his own life. Yeah. Um, and yet he's, you know, mocks Malcolm. Um, for, you know, the same sort of self-preservation instinct. So there's an interesting duality there between the two of them when it comes to that. Well, Rachel Gould is interesting in that um, if he is an institution rather than being a man, um, everything he says makes sense, right? Like right. It, uh, and if he's a man, then he's just... Uh, it just sounds wise. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just sure. sounds like, yeah, he's well, been around well, the block a few times and, yeah. like... Mechanically, it's weird because it's like, if he is that old, why does he need a successor? Is he deliberately just being like, I've had enough. Time to call it quits, throw in the towel. Well, in the comics, he degrades, right? 
Right, but you, you, each yeah. time you get thrown in the Lazarus uh, pit, you go a little point. bit bananas, and you're you're not quite the same. And <laughs> and he wasn't starting with a full deck anyway, so no. apparently not. Yeah. Um, all right. So other storylines that we you know got to see this week. Uh, I think we get some again some nice work from Roy, even though he doesn't get yeah. a lot yeah. of stuff this week. But the bit with him uh, talking to Thea, I thought was really good. Right. And you get to because you get to see you get to go back to that moment where I mean they both they're they're basically sharing something I mean they both killed somebody somebody while they were on the influence of something and they you get to go back to that moment in the previous season where he killed that cop and see yeah. you know see him still dealing with that He's this just, is just the best I've ever seen the relationship yeah and I don't mm-hmm. mean that in like a I mean we've seen them. Uh, really like each other before, but I mean, this is just the most honest. Yeah, no, I think all the all the one of the cool things about this episode is all the relationships kind of are firing on all cylinders. Like they don't just fall back into predictable patterns; they all sort of evolve in some way. Like Laurel and Oliver, Roy and Thea. Laurel's particularly devastating. You know, we talked about that scene before. That scene ends with I can't even remember a time when I was in love with you. Yeah. which is quite oh, yeah. the burn i mean yeah yeah we haven't had a burn like that since season one i don't think and any it yeah. carries it carries serious weight here right like because even if we haven't seen them as a romantic couple in you know a couple years it's like that's a harsh thing to well, say that's the love of his life right like he ends up marrying her well but like this is only yeah. a week or two after felicity basically said this very something very similar to him about not wanting to be a woman that he loved so you know, yeah. again, I feel like this is a really interesting turn of events because Oliver, you know, since coming back from death, has not really been able to figure out where he fits on the team, which no, evolved I, without yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. John, you said it perfectly well. He's on his heels. Like, he's right. just reacting to stuff. He does not know what the hell is going on. I don't even think he goes to Nanda Parbat for a particularly good reason. No, he and he like, admits like, it himself, which is, yeah. you know, egotism, basically. He he was angry that Rachel yeah. will beat him. Yeah. Well, um, we'll get to that when we talk about yeah, Diggle. Yeah. Yeah. We need a we need a Diggle cast. Is, is what we need. <laughs> Just a whole, whole well, okay. So whole we can, podcast dedicated. We, we to can Diggle. we can veer into the underappreciated Diggle yeah. minute. Oh um, wait, so the so Roy and Thea, great. I yes. love the fact that uh, Roy checks up on the, the family, family of yeah, the police right. officer they killed because that kind of fleshes out his character. Does it bother um, anyone else that he has a really nice car? <laughs> You know what? I just figured he stole it. I kind of thought he might have stolen it too. I think he just keeps stealing cars like constantly. Yeah, I mean, like I say, he's always a, got a red right. sports car, and yeah. it's always a different. That red was the thing. In, that was the thing in season one. Like they show up someplace, and they're like, "Where did you get this car?" I, I, mm, you don't want to know. I save a lot of people in the city, so you know. <laughs> I'm just. Gonna I feel like I'm entitled to cars. a car now and then. I seriously just figure he stole it. Like, like he probably like these days he'll put it back. Someone's car. Someone's car is getting stolen. I need to steal a car to get it it's, back. Yeah, it's, it's like, like he, he's you're own, not using this right now. I'm going to use it. It's, it's fine. Don't it's worry. like he treats Starling City like his own personal zip car. He's just like, yep, yeah. I'm going to use this for yeah. a few hours. I'll put it back. I'll never know it was gone. I'll, I'll even put gas in the tank. I liked it better when he was not wearing that red hoodie. Like when Oliver was dead, it was funny. Roy was basically dressing up as Oliver. Like he had like a leather jacket and stuff. Yeah, and he just looked cooler. Yeah, yeah. Well, and now I he's think like they stuck back in the red hoodie. They, they don't like, want him to on. look too cool. <laughs> Next to everybody else. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. It's like he doesn't need to wear the red hoodie anymore either. Right. Yeah. yeah everybody like, knows. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 I mean, that was, the, that was the theme that gave him the suit. But, you know, right. he's got the yeah, suit. Yeah. I mean, that him. was cute in the first scene where he steals right. the handbag. 
Right. A- yes. After that, we really, you know, you don't need to hammer it home that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want guys, you guys want to say about that or should we talk about Diggle? No, I like that both of those characters are getting interesting uh, because they were they were stuck. tertiary characters for the first season. Yeah, and a half, particularly Roy. This whole season, there's there has hardly been any Roy. This he's gotten season. some really good scenes, but he is still yeah, but, a side yeah. character. And and one of the things that I thought was interesting that, that one of the reviews I read pointed out was that by letting Thea and Laurel in on, especially in this case, Thea letting her in on the Arrow secret. Um, has really opened up possibilities for developing the characters beyond just the let's keep my identity secret from Thea, right? So, like, now she's a full-fledged member in some ways, or at least she's in on everything. So you don't have to have the double entendre conversations. Like, she knows everything. So that it, yeah. it allows yeah. them to take that relationship to a, a different level, which I think is really, really much more interesting than being stuck in the same rut over and over again of, like, she can't find out. Right, which is kind yeah. of a trap that happened with Laurel for quite a right. bit, right? Like we, right. Uh, so, she's become a character. Uh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say we mentioned this last week, though. I think, but I, we, there aren't any more secrets anymore, other than other than Detective Lance. Yeah, basically everybody knows everything now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that was one of the other nice things yeah. I thought about this episode. We talked about episodes where they, you know, just sort of they've stopped holding back on revealing secrets, yeah. and in this episode. You know, Thea takes the exact opposite approach of Oliver's, which is like, I'm going to protect the secret at any cost, and instead goes right to Laurel and says, hey, I killed Sarah. I'm really sorry. I wasn't myself. And and, and it, we saw what happened, which is Laurel's like, it's okay. It wasn't your fault. I blame Merlin. So I Merlin. didn't like that scene. Uh, really? I did. So I wanted I, I either... That was good. Okay. I expected Laurel as like a more natural reaction, either to punch her or to hug her. Okay. But she immediately goes to, okay, it's not your fault. Why are you working with Malcolm Merlin? Well. Which is a weird I thing. Think that's, like, I think that's hi, a pretty good I question, came, though. Oh, come on. If I came to you and I'm like, yeah, I killed your sister, uh, you'd have a bit more of a visceral reaction. Yeah, right? I think there's a pacing, slight pacing issue there. But I, I think that the interesting part of it. <laughs> I had a sister? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the interesting part of that comes later on, I think, when she confronts Oliver because she makes yes. the point to him. I'm not so consumed by my rage over this mm-hmm. that I would immediately blame her, which is really smart and like very, yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. well adjusted for all of the people on this show. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so I, the outcome of the scene, I like the actual the way it went down. Seemed a little bit like too quick to be like, oh, cool, okay, so I, yeah, why are you making this other decision? I feel well, like they, I mean, they I need think to that's hit been the, beats. but that's been the big question since Oliver came back. I mean, that's right. kind of like you know the yeah. whole thing. Like, why the heck are they working with this guy who is so completely horrible? Yeah, uh, and well, and, in theory, and this is funny. In theory, Malcolm Merlin is going to teach Oliver to be able to fight Rochelle Ghoul. Well, right. And now what it seems that's, happens that's gone out the window. No, <laughs> it does not. It just doesn't matter. It's fine. Like yeah, yeah. right, right. Well, okay. So we've we've moved over into into the sort of Nanda Parbat action. Let's let's talk about Diggle because Diggle. Can, can, I, can th- I can I can I pause for two funny little things? Um, it, the the Oliver clears the room in two instances, yes. which I think yes. is hysterical. It's like it's like I need to talk to Nissa, everybody out, and then I need to talk to Diggle, everybody out. Yeah, I kept thinking. Yeah. That, like, they never just where do we out. go? And then, and then the other one was um, was Felicity revealing to um, Laurel about the 
<laughs> she's like, we're just taking prisoners now. Is that okay? Oh, <laughs> Actually, Oliver's got a prison. Uh, I probably shouldn't have told you that. Yeah. Which, as we know Felicity's from last great. week, Man, only has two people. Man, just rampacked with, like, yeah. good yeah. stuff. Yeah. She she does not get a lot of she doesn't get a lot of team arrow action this week, but we'll get to we'll get to her in a little bit. She gets a lot yeah. of action though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Nanda Parbat. <laughs> Nanda Parbat. Okay, so this is I think this was really interesting because we get a lot of really great Diggle scenes this week where not only does he sort of get a lot of chance to, you know, basically in his role as Oliver's confidant and best friend, that he gets to like actually try to cut through all the crap essentially and get to what is driving Oliver here. But we get a really nice moment with him and Lila um, talking about how he feels <laughs> weird about not having yeah. been able to go with Oliver on his first confrontation with Rachel Ghoul and how he felt really guilty about that. Um, and after, after, and I had to, I have to, I have to interject this after, cause I have a parenting podcast, um, after Lila gets out of the shower with a, with a, with a wake baby in a crib, <laughs> like, oh, the baby's awake in the crib. I'm going to go take a shower. You, you don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. That's, that's parenting tip but, 101 from but the you know, I, I, you know, she's got, she's got Argus tech. I'm sure that that monitors the baby. So. Yeah, there's like a robot that takes care there's, of that baby. There's a big screen in her in her shower. <laughs> Deadshot is their nanny. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's but fine. The funny. Well, here's the funny thing. So she comes out of the shower and she tells Diggle like, "Oh, I didn't hear you come in." Right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, why. Yeah, I mean, that's why. So she. Yeah, that's so why the Argus technology is like, not very good. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Also, yeah, so okay. it's, you didn't yeah. hear this, uh, and I'm sure he yeah, wasn't yeah, sneaking so, around. And Diggle. Like, uh, Diggle <laughs> steals <laughs> all the, the all the Argus technology they had in the apartment. Diggle steals for the for the nightclub. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm just gonna bother this. it's actually just gonna bother all he this. does is install like an argus baby monitor in the club <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so speaking of Diggle, like right from the get-go we get that scene where uh merlin calls him john and, oh, yeah. and he goes my friends call me dig you shouldn't even talk to me <laughs> it's like all right this is gonna be a good diggle episode <laughs> Um, but yeah, we get a whole lot of guilt over, you know, and I think this ties in really well with the whole admission from a few weeks ago that he still views himself as Oliver's bodyguard to a certain Mm -hmm. extent. Um, and so, and that's what worries me about sort of that future of, you know, like for his futures. Cause like, it is kind of ridiculous that he's a bodyguard to a guy who is clearly, you know, way more skilled than he is. (laughs) Not to say he's not skilled, but like. You know, I think right. Oliver doesn't need a bodyguard, really, right? No. And so, what's well, Jim the ultimate? Rose had that rule yeah, for Iron yeah. Man for a while, I believe. Yeah, he was his pilot, right? Right, right. Yeah, in the comic book. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I feel like we're due for some sort of evolution. Like, you know, he's the only one who's not running around out there with a mask on, right? Which is kind of fascinating. I, I really enjoy that dynamic from him, but I just wonder if it's sustainable. Yeah, it's you know what? Nobody He's... has nobody has recognized him in any of the things. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just proof that like putting a mask on is a silly idea because it's Diggle dark just out. Walks you around can run around. Like, yeah. yeah, He's like, no, I'm just walking around shooting people. It's all it's all good. It's easy. It's like um, the cam- all, the, all the security cameras only focus on, on yeah, oh, that guy. The hood. Ignore the that guy next to him, though. Um, I think he's even more effective than Oliver in this show uh this episode yeah i agree um oh yeah well because he's like got his head on his shoulders right? bat, he, he he kills a whole bunch of people like he's well oliver does take down nissa but um and andy but yeah but he rescues he uh 
tells him to duck and shoots the guy behind him. Well, and I think yeah, that there he is shoots a... a couple of people like when they're like, so they walk up and they're like, as long as we don't get seen, we're screwed. We're, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, flaming arrows. Flaming arrows. Yeah. yeah. And he gets a nice yeah. Bush, and, Bush and Sundance reference in there, which I thought was good. Yes. Yeah. But he starts he starts killing people like left, right and center. Like with his. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a soldier, right? Like, so yeah. he's trained. You know, yeah, there's yeah. No, I'm not disputing that. I, I do like that. He also seems to have his head on his shoulders, as you said earlier, because there was that, you know, he, he's like, well, you, you know you're going to need to take me along. He's like, Oh, I can't ask you to do that. Oh, you're not asking me. Besides, you don't own a jet anymore. Yeah. Jet anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, <laughs> yeah. it is nice also to sort of see it boiled down to like, they're the original two, right? He is, his yep. Oliver's longest serving partner. And he is the, was the first guy in the secret and all that. So I think that that's nice to sort of see it. The team arrow redu you know, sort of boil back down to its essentials. And I feel like, in an, in an environment where Oliver is set on his heels and doesn't know how to deal with all these new members of his team, he knows he can count on Diggle, and he knows yep, that they will work totally well together. Agree. And that's why and they go. To, to that end, I did not find it that weird that they didn't take Roy with oh, them. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, he would have been dead. <laughs> like, yes, like he just two seconds yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't do, like, a parkour, he wouldn't do like a parkour flip, and, like, a guy Come would just, like, on. cut his head off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I feel that's unfair to Roy. That's, uh, that's would have been okay because you know writing but clearly clearly they did not send the uh, plus i think the i mean the whole thing was a trap right so yeah. clearly they did not send the a team um of of nanda parbat out to get those guys well it was a little bit weird because i mean they've been training theoretically for a while now to have all of them assault right shall go well to have thea and then they don't like that which is weird well, yeah. thea, which always seems strange because she's the yeah yeah well, Merlin gets taken. That throws everything into disarray. Um, and so we I get there. So. So and it's like, hey, Diggle, grab your gun. We're going to go. Yeah, forget <laughs> all the planning that we did. Well, yeah. so, yeah, so they make their way in the fortress, and it seems like they're doing pretty well. Of course, they find Merlin, and Merlin tries to warn them that it's a trap. Uh, too late, as it turns out. And so we get to the what I think is one of the standout scenes of the episode, which is Diggle yes. and Oliver chained up. And we get sort of, you know, as they're just sitting around realizing, well, we got nowhere to go. I love this buddy move me moment. It's so perfect. Uh, and, you know, uh, I think as we pointed out last week in the preview, Oliver doesn't even bother dressing up in his uh, arrow getup. He instead just he's sort of dressed up more like his like past Oliver. Uh, yeah. Like in the flashbacks, which, is which not, I love like the because there's absolutely no point to dressing right. up like the arrow. Everyone when knows you're where goes. Everybody knows what's going on. It's fine. Guy, did you want to? Uh, did you want to criticize uh, the oh. the expanding bow? <laughs> yeah. Oh, how did you know I would hate that? Because we talked about it years ago on one, <laughs> on a previous. I think one of the it, ones it, we did with Dave it, and, it, and Renee. It it was the worst thing about this episode. <laughs> It's it's unnecessary. It was, is the thing. It was it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's. Stupid. I mean, somehow Diggle gets a gun through, and the, but they have well, they to. Have like, they have their own couldn't, They couldn't get a. They yeah. couldn't get it doesn't a matter. You don't. You don't have to like hide it. It's oh, like that's a right. They were taking their own, they were taking their own jet. It, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was superfluous. I think really. the C, yes. CGI it's, and all it's, that. It's totally superfluous. Yeah, no, you don't need that. It's the travel bow. Yeah. From Ronco. <laughs> you really don't need that. You really don't. I would have. I would have. He was up. He was up his... watching late night television, and he saw an ad for the travel bow <laughs> on QVC. And so, yeah. So yeah, right. So he bought, bought himself he, a travel he, bow. I would have loved <laughs> I if he that. just picked up the bow that he had on the island. 
Like, okay, well, yeah. he doesn't have that one anymore, right? Yeah, they're all broken. No, that got, got me on Merlin Broken, but whatever. Like, it, I, I like the old school. I do I basic agree. stuff. Uh, yeah, like, I don't. I don't. I don't even like the one he's using in Starling City right now. No, I, I was I, looking. No, I was looking at like it the, this uh, episode, thinking the tension wheels too, and all that. Yeah, yeah, it's too. It's too fancy schmancy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I've seen an interview with Stephen Amell, and he doesn't like it either. Ah, interesting. Huh? So He's well, a, he it, likes like the, the more old school costume and the old school bow and arrow. Just, yeah. just it, you know, that's cooler. Also, he should really be growing a goatee and must and like <laughs> waxed mustache. I feel like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Same interview, I believe. Uh, they, he <laughs> he says that they won't do that because switching between that and the island is like, oh, it's a nightmare. too much of a pain. Yeah. Like basically yeah. you gotta, yeah, like you, you can't, you can't grow one that looks natural enough and like just doing the makeup to, yeah. to just I just hope before the show is over, we get to see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we are a couple, to, a couple right? of instances. Well, there are a couple of instances where his dad has like, I, you can tell that the beard that they put on him was fake. Yeah. Like, in some of yeah. the flashback yeah. scenes. And it's just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of rough. I think they finally gave up with the last flashback where he's, uh, you know, he's just, he's just clean shaven. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the yeah. heck with it? He's going to be clean shaven. Yeah, uh, like a face merkin is not something you want to no. do every week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the scene with Diggle and Oliver in the cell, uh, you know, they're, Diggle basically gets Oliver to open up about why he's here, which is, you know, essentially to prove to himself and to Rachel Ghoul that he's good enough, which seems to have kind of failed and kind of succeeded at the same time. Well, I think Rachel is impressed that he didn't die. Well, like, and it's almost he came the back, opposite. right? <laughs> It's yeah. almost the opposite. Rachel Gould's reaction is almost the opposite of what you expect. Right. Because he killed him, threw yep. him off a cliff. And when he's told that um, Oliver Queen is still alive, he's just kind of into it. He, he's like, yeah, I know. Don't worry. He didn't really kill well, Sarah. Yeah, which so is it's funny fine. Like, because I wondered the same thing. at the. I was thinking about this in the weeks between, which is – he, if you remember the episode where he comes back, he gets on top of a car, which is on television, and tells yeah. everybody that he's back and is there to stay. I think they probably <laughs> get TV in Nandabar Bat <laughs> or the internet or something. And it's like, that yeah. seems like a, if you're trying to stay like low profile, that seems like a really bad move. They must yeah, know no, that he's out there. And Rachel so I've been Google's wondering about that. Yeah. Didn't matter if you're going to hide in a sewer. Rachel Goose, well, which is well, like, that's what that was. What Merlin's approach was, right? It was like they yeah. they can't find me because they don't know where I am. Um, but it does not work as well for Oliver. So I, I really enjoy that. We get to also Diggle asks Oliver to be his best man, right? Which is a nice moment. Nice, he talks about nice. you know his brother essentially, mm-hmm. who we met last week. Yeah. So that was a nice briefly uh, refrain, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I like that he does that at the same time while impugning his mental stability because he's like, you run around in a mask and a hood every night. Well, he is. He's crazy. He's clearly crazy. Right. But, you know, like he, good enough to be a best. He's best man material as well. Yeah, sure. Well, it's it's funny because he's... He's, I he's, like not, groom, he's not groom material, but he's best man material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never... What is it? Never bridesmaid always... Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Never a groomsman. I'm trying to flip it. Um, always a yeah, always a groomsman. Never a bro- groom. Coom. Thank you. Yeah. Um, glad we got that one nailed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that he basically says it's like, yeah, it was kind of crazy for me to want to come here. It was pretty egotistical. And Diggle's just like, 
uh, dude, everything you do, like your, your entire <laughs> life is like, a, like just in service <laughs> of your ego. So this is not that far off, really. Right. And they talk about a little bit about them both, you know, they're so he's a soldier and you got to think about essentially, you know, think that you're coming back. Right. Or else. Yeah. You kind of go, yeah, well, you kind of go crazy. That's a good line, something about like uh, every soldier believes that they're the one going home. Right. Otherwise, I, you're, yeah, they wouldn't yeah. be able to fight. Right. Uh, and I think, you know, Diggle, I think, is the one person here who's really trying to save Oliver's soul. Yeah. And I think everybody else has just, to a certain extent, a lot of them have written him off, right? I think both, you know, we've seen both this week and a couple weeks ago, uh, Laurel and Felicity have both sort of been like, you know, I'm still here, but yeah. I'm kind of checked out because I don't agree with the way you're doing this. Roy is kind of on the fence, but I think he's young enough to be sort of impressionable. Um, yeah, I and don't think he, he still yeah. looks up to him, right? But he's, I think he's starting to learn that there's, you know, he's not perfect. He's starting to see the flaws. Yeah. Well, in a yeah. way, he's and always seen been, push back, he's always been kind of using him too. I mean, he's he's using him to feed his own demons, basically, right? Mm. Who's using who in this case? Roy. Roy is using Oliver. Mm. Because he he chases him around during the first season trying right, to right. get to him because he wants to be trained. Right. I mean, you know, it's it's less about, like, golly, I really like him, uh, and more about, like, like, do we ever figure out what exactly um, his his business is? <laughs> I mean, like, his, like his, his damage? <laughs> because he says in the first season, my wife and I have been rewatching the first season, he says in the first season... Um, you know, that he had lost somebody too, but I don't know that he ever actually reveals who it was. I assume parents or something, right? I don't even right? know if that's, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. clearly he has no, he has no family, it's, right. at least that we see in the, in the show. He, in the first season, he tells a story to Detective Lance about his mother uh, having been on vertigo and she's kicked the habit, but she's got some long lasting medical uh, issues, which hmm. is why he's stealing, and that's what he says when he's. But then he later he later tells Thea exactly. Yeah, but he later, he later tells, tells her, yeah, "Don't believe like, everything." Yeah, yeah, don't believe don't believe the stories that people like me tell to cops. Right, right. So that seems like a complete misdirection. Yeah, but that is, to my long recollection, uh, as much as we know about the character yeah. outside. Yeah, of, yeah, I don't think it's a. You know, and I think just, it's possible at. at this point that there's no like we've had too many people who i mean like it's the same motivation for malcolm it's the same motivation for ray it's just like uh, yeah. you know well let's not have another guy reveal that he lost somebody <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i, yeah. I wonder if we'll see a, a ray, to be fair uh, that's kind of the ultimate superhero motivation though right sure, sure. Like that, yeah i wonder if we'll see a Roy flashback episode at some point where they sort of go into his pre yeah. Season one passed. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I think it, we, I, I think he deserves an episode at this point. I think he's you know yeah, I agree. he's earned it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. So Oliver and Diggle get that scene together, which is really nice. Um, oh wait, sorry. To to your point, um, Diggle. I mean, at one the second time Ollie clears the room, uh, is in order to essentially torture uh, Nissa. Mm-hmm. And Diggle is a the last to leave because he's Diggle. So he can, I feel that like if he just chose not to leave, he would like Oliver would just let him hang out anyway. 
Like right. everybody clear the room, and then Diggle just stays there, and it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. think he would just like, be yeah, like, like no, I didn't mean you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean he like, go. I think he's like know, Spock. It's like no, I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm here. Like, <laughs> right. Oliver wants everybody. I think Oliver does that because he wants everybody else to not know that he's basically going. You know, not yes. that he's going to torture her, but that he's basically going to confront Rachel Ghoul again. Yes, but before Diggle leaves, he gives Oliver like a little bit of a, a speech, and he says, "Like I know what you're doing and why you have to do it, but uh, you know, don't lose your own soul in order to save your sister's soul, something like that." Right. Um, right. Yeah. But it, it totally goes towards your point that uh, Diggle is Ollie's bodyguard, right, or his soul guard. I don't, I don't know how he's like. He's his Jimmy like video, video game. Yeah, he's he's the conscience. He, he, yeah, right. He's really looking out for him, you know? Right, I agree. Uh, and I think that's that's what we're getting here. And that's why I sometimes worry about it, why, about him and his longevity, because I feel like, you know, sacrifices are big in this show and in the superhero genre in general. And something tells me that if Diggle had the opportunity to sacrifice himself to save Oliver, he would do it. Yeah, of course he would, but sure, it would yeah. work out. It would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're deluded, guy. I think your love for Diggle has blinded you. She's indestructible. Um, you should be Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we go into sort of the closing scene, I was going to mention those do the Ray and Felicity. Yeah, we got to do the Ray and Felicity. Subplot. Um, sexy, yeah. sexy subplot. <laughs> Uh, which I thought actually I thought had some really nice moments, you know, where Ray has basically disappeared for a week um, working on his Adam suit and Felicity shows up and he's like, I can't take a break, even though I'm about to blow up the building accidentally because I just need to get this done. He's he's, yeah. he's a total nerd, right? He's like, oh, yeah, I've just been programming for a week. Yeah. Right. Just subsisting not, on not, Cheetos not and sleeping. Do. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, Ray pulls a Tony Stark. Yeah. Felicity pulls a Pepper Potts. <laughs> <laughs> and we can basically boil it. down and this show oh. to all the other superhero shows yeah ollie's basically batman <laughs> well okay yeah okay obviously that's reductive but i mean you know yes. he's the the uh locked up in his lab building a super suit and felicity is trying to draw him out of that where's right, my right? super suit <laughs> <laughs> but no that really is a super suit like that you know yeah so um, yeah so there's two important threads here one of which is you know the relationship between the two of them progresses uh yeah. i do i have to say i really did enjoy the her locking him out of the computers and i yeah. i actually yeah. laughed out loud when she gave him the password in the envelope which turned out to be <laughs> yeah. password. Just password yeah i thought that was pretty funny yeah, but her like reasoning too, her reasoning it, yeah. though and going there is really good too it works perfectly because it's like she's like, i've got this other friend who is completely nuts and is probably gonna get himself killed and i can't do anything about that so i came to fix you yeah right but it, I find that a little. I, so this is. A, I don't think that these people are going to have a particularly healthy relationship. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is that Ray is essentially she's a not there because of Ray. She's there because because of, of Oliver. Yeah, yeah. I and I think that's. It's too bad because they might actually be good for each other, but there's no way that that is going to be a a relationship that lasts. Hmm. I think hmm. that's well, my impression. Guess some yeah, people no, just I don't agree. believe in love. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he runs out on her to wear his to fix his super suit. 
Well, okay. So this I mean, is this is my thing. Yeah, yeah, right. We had this conversation. I did that just we, to provoke We talked God. about this. Yeah, yeah like, thanks. This, thanks for nothing. Yeah, we talked about it. We texted about this earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. The first time that you're with somebody, you don't leave them in the sleep to go fly around in your super suit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the first rule of the gentleman like code of conduct. Do not go what, work on like your super suit. That's, the, that's you know, spoken like someone who doesn't have a super suit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's well, like if you're married or if you've been dating for years, it's like, okay, whatever. In the middle of the night, he got inspired and went and worked on his super suit. It's the first time you, you know. The, the first on. time you have a lady over, you don't, like, get up in the middle of the night and go play Xbox, basically? A lady or a man yeah. or, like, whatever it is. Sorry, like, any a, romantic a, a, thing. It's, it's like another. you don't – like, that should be the, uh, what is on your mind. It's like, oh, my God, this person's awesome. Uh, waking up, writing a note – and then flying around in a your formula. super suit. A f- was it a formula? I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, make right? it out. Wrote, I thought maybe he was, was writing some kind of formula. Right? That, that, that was that that's some something that he figured out. So he didn't out. even leave a note. He just got up and he's like, "I'm out of here." That's horrible. What a jerk. It's it's just self centered. He does is a flyby. He could get back before she wakes up. He does a flyby. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But the, but the other, the, the it's funny like he didn't thing go is, that far. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like he's he went right out to get a pack of he's smokes or something. He's just flying around the building. Yeah. yeah, I just went out to get a pack of smokes. Yeah, like my daddy did. <laughs> I'll be back right when back. I was six. <laughs> just yeah. Um, my daddy didn't do that. I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> way to bring the podcast but, down, man. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a bummer. Um, I don't I, – I think it's especially egregious in that she really doesn't like the idea of him working on his super suit. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't think that the I, – I doubt that they'll pull on this thread. But, I mean, yeah, when you're first together and then, like, you ditched me to go work on your super suit – which I, you know expressly I really don't like. And to be perfectly frank, the only reason she's there, besides Brandon Ruth being kind of a hot dude and having, you know, some nice paintings. Yeah, I mean, um, walking, walking around shirtless, that's just not fair. It's the, and the Dutch yeah, Masters? He's, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's You don't bring, right. he's you don't bring your Dutch Masters to a knife fight, is all I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds great. I don't know what that means either, but it worked. <laughs> um, she's there to, because Ollie is being superhero and stupid. Uh, and then she's involved with a guy that's basically just doing the same thing. So I, this seems problematic to me. All right. Okay. Let's, let's set that Understood. aside for a moment and say, all right, Adam suit. We actually get our first look at the Adam suit. It can fly. Yeah. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I've been actually, you know, and to, to link into a little bit to The Flash um, with last week's episode, the last couple episodes there with Firestorm, I've been pretty impressed with the quality of special effects on these shows for the most part. I thought Firestorm looked awesome on The Flash. Well, yeah, and I like the way yeah. they put him together and not, you know, he's not wearing a yellow and orange suit. Right, right. But the <laughs> but flaming still, head and But the they're still using that logo. And, I mean, yeah. they've, they've found a great way to tie the logo in. Yeah, I just I really enjoyed device. I really enjoy the design and the the effects on this show. And I think this I you know, I know you guys were critical a little bit in the, the first promo shots of the Adam suit. Um I think yeah, it was pretty didn't, good. I didn't like the mask and it looked like the there was different it here. Yeah, they, right. And it, I think it runs a little the shield runs a little lower um and they tint it black as yeah. opposed to making it clear. Um, right. but we haven't really I think gotten it looked a pretty good. I, I thought it I, better. Yeah. Now now that I think of it, um 
we at the end of the show last week we talked about um what was the name deadbolt yeah coming on yeah uh probably adam's gonna take out deadbolt yeah that's gonna be my that's the only thing i can see making sense well, so, all right, I want to link this in now with the, the end of the episode because I have, a, I have a question and sort of my personal hypothesis about it. But so at the end of the episode, you know, Oliver gets before Rachel Ghoul and he says, first in a very nice move, it's like, you know, kill me, but spare Diggle, you know, and Oliver or, and uh, Rachel Ghoul's like, nah, I'm not going to kill you. I want to I want to offer you a job. So yeah. and that's kind of where we're left. And we <laughs> my <now> job. We, <laughs> yeah, my job. It's pretty great. <laughs> Um, I think you're going to go far in this organization. <laughs> All the way to the top. Uh, and we have, I think, a three-week break now before we get we come back. Um, and so Ugh. I'm curious, and th- this was referenced in several places in interviews I read early on as, like, this is kind of like the game-changing twist for the end of this arc, but, like, sort of leading into the next segment of the season. And so do you guys, do you think he will be tempted? Do you think he will take him up on the offer? Because... My sort of running theory is I think he might at least be tempted because he feels alienated from the rest of his team um, and feels perhaps like there's something for him to learn or something to gain there. And I feel like then you have the ability for at least for, you know, in the same way that we saw Oliver disappear for a few episodes earlier, the team is sort of built up an ability to go on without him. And if you throw Adam into that mix, you kind of have like Ray Palmer stepping into the Oliver Queen shoes, which you could do for sort of an arc where he's like, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be the guy who's sort of in charge of the city, and the arrow is going to go off and do his you know own thing. But I'm curious to know what you guys think about those. I think he'll take it. I think he he takes him up on the offer. I mean, what's he going to do? I mean, otherwise he's probably just going to kill him. So I think he's going <laughs> to take him up on the offer for a while. I think it's probably going to play out a little bit like it played out in uh, in the first Batman, you know, the modern Batman movie where he trains and then, you know, and then eventually realizes that his philosophy does not match this guy's philosophy. Although he probably knows that already, but like and, maybe he doesn't admit, but then, it you know, but then there's a big, then there's a showdown where he gets out of there. That's my guess. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I think I said last week that, we needed some kind of resolution with Rachel Ghoul. It doesn't involve killing him and it involves some kind of deal. Uh, and I guess that heading Malcolm or Malcolm tuning himself in would be the, you know, but the, uh, the quid pro quo that would kind of just make it all go away. Uh, turns out, no, Malcolm handing himself in just made Ollie be stupid. I don't know. <laughs> It seemed like everything was working fine. Uh, and may, may, maybe Thea would have been bummed out, but I mean, she's got a lot to be bummed out about. So, I, yeah, really. And, and, you know, like Diggle says, it's not really about that. It's just about Oliver trying to prove himself because he's crazy. Um, I think he will go along with it in some way. Yeah. I don't think he'll be like, yeah, hell, I'll be there next to Rich I'll go. I think, you know, the next scene is going to be, what are you talking about? That's bananas. Like, let's, yeah. are you uh, like an ageless person or are you like an institution? Yeah, let's, let's, talk, yeah, like, let's talk perks. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, so what's what, when the whiteboard comes out? <laughs> Right, uh, like oh my, like uh, you, the, the dread pirate Roberts, like is yeah, that, exactly. Is that the way this works? Um, Good night, Oliver. I'll most likely kill you in the morning. 
Yes. <laughs> um, so I think we'll see. And I think probably, however Oliver managed to work things out with the Russian mob, I think we'll maybe see that kind of detente coming up with uh, the League of Assassins. Mm. Uh, I think Bruce Wayne has that. Right. In, they kind of do their own things. Like, yeah. I mean, like Bruce Wayne uh, is known by the League of Assassins to be Batman. Uh, and yet, I mean, you know, movies aside, they don't typically just go after him and murder everybody in his life. Like they, you know, they, they have an understanding. Right. Uh, so maybe we'll see that come together with um, with Rishal Ghul. Okay. Well, I, I'm interested to see what happens in three weeks. I will say I did watch the trailer, um, which has some hints about how that might go down. Of course, they are, are always pretty good at keeping the true yeah. nature of that obfuscated. But uh, So I haven't seen it. Can you describe it? Uh, all I think, all I really remember from it is the last scene, which is the most important scene, which is Oliver, like a close-up of Oliver and him saying, maybe I will be Rachel Cool." <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> but that could just be an argument like, fine, maybe I'll go off and be Rachel Ghoul. Whatever. Yeah. You never let me do anything, Mom. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll hold my breath until I turn blue. Yeah. <laughs> but I, Thanks, I do Ollie. think that there is I do think that there is something interesting potentially happening there. Uh hmm. and I think we'll see I mean, there's again, we are there's still probably eight episodes left in this season or something. Mm-hmm. Um and there's there's a lot of time for some arcs. Uh, and so I think that we could see a lot of interesting development between now and then. I will, oh, one other note that I was going to point out that we didn't, this is just a minor thing. We don't see uh, Quentin Lance's absent this week. Mm-hmm. We do see uh, Laurel try well, to reach yeah, out to him. We, well, she talks to him on the phone. Well, she leaves him, clearly leaves him a message. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then after last week with him, you know, basically threatening to get drunk, uh, it's possible we see Quentin yeah, Lance but we, surface. We, we, right. We double down on the fact that he's not talking to Laurel. Is right. And we don't, whatever, yeah, we that's fine. Say. I think we don't, yeah. there's no really, there's no room for him in this episode, no. really. No. Um, but I think we'll probably get back to that in the next couple of weeks as well. Yeah. All right. Any, more, any last more, th- more yelling. Yeah, more yelling. That's what this show needs. <laughs> this All was right. a great episode. Everybody did good things. I agree. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. I thought I even would like, give a thumbs up. Even the even the bad guys did less less things. Oliver, but lots lots of develop lots of other stuff. I give it on. I give yeah. it three and a half arrows out of four. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even talk about uh, the attack on the docks. We did not. We, the, fa- the flashback. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm not even sure what there is to say about that. It's other very than it's, short. It seems like it's just setting something else up. Yeah, yeah. and well, it seems just messy. It was and, like arbitrarily right. messy, and, and we don't whatever. know. The whole well, sort of, Ollie runs off with her kid, which is the right. big running question, right? So they're because separated. We've seen them in the future, but we haven't seen the kid. The kid, the and clearly something yeah. drove Maceo and Tatsu apart. And the death of a child seems pretty likely. I don't know why, but my weird sort of random thought on that was like Oliver decides that, like, finds out that everybody's out to get him, like Argus and the general and whatever, and decides that the only place that's safe for him to hide is back on Lian Yu. So he takes the kid back to the island. That's my running theory. Oh, my God. I know it's a terrible theory, but it's, he's <laughs> got to end up back on the island somehow. So, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We'll that's, see. Also, um, speaking of Ollie with kids, uh, he has a child in, in uh, Central that's, City. That's right. right. Yeah, we yeah. haven't. They've that sort of. We, I believe, was surfaced again on the Flash crossovers yes, so i can't he remember does, if yeah. he's on the very flash briefly. or the arrow show but and in fact yeah. i believe he is named is he isn't he named connor which is uh the name of his in son the, in the comics yeah connor hawk i 
I'm not sure it ever comes up. I, I thought think it was she just calls him. I, don't I think know she just calls him honey. Okay. Yeah, I don't think she gives him says that he's gonna. She's bringing him hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, maybe I missed. <laughs> maybe I read too John much. John, I have it, like a really we know great that. memory of that exact scene. <laughs> yeah, amazing. It's definitely hot chocolate. <laughs> okay, all right. I take your word for it. Um, but yeah, that's a, clearly a thread pointed there, point, planted there for some point in the future. But I feel like this show's got to run at least another ten years, or they got to do a massive time jump in order for that to pay off. He eventually becomes yeah. the villain known as Hot Chocolate. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a metahuman. Sprays scalding just, hot trying, chocolate. I'm Simultaneously the best super and worst hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be form-fitting. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be brown. Yeah, those two things like, do not like go well together. Dispensers in their wrists to like, spray hot chocolate on Yeah, like a Spider-Man style? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, yeah. you got hot chocolate in my eyes. Yeah. It burns, yeah. but it's delicious. Yeah, and he's got, like, marshmallows that he can deploy. So, like, when he jumps off a building, he can bounce off marshmallows. He just has one of those, he has one of those marshmallow cannons where you, like, shoot the marshmallows yeah, out of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I look forward to it. Yeah, you got to cut this, man, because we can take this to the bank and make some serious. Cuts. Oh yeah, right, <laughs> right. Don't don't We're, put this in the episode. No, this is a million dollar idea. <laughs> All right, any last right. thoughts before we wrap up here? No. No, I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do for the next three weeks. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Right. We may be off Maybe for the next can... three weeks. We may revisit some other stuff. We'll see. We'll just, we'll figure yeah. it out. Okay. Uh, also, uh, check out the Flash Flashcast. Oh, yeah. Do check out the Flash Flashcast. Uh, I think they are account. off this week because there was no new Flash this week. And they're, I think it's yeah. on hiatus, too. They may come back before us, though, because I think they're staggered slightly. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, check out Lisa and Moe's and Tony over on the Flash Flashcast. They're having a good time. We're also but having a good time. It's kind of funny because I think we both tried not to step on each other's toes in terms because, you know, obviously we all watch both shows. So. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. So but, if you yeah. are the if you live dear listeners watch both shows you have twice the podcast to listen to how exciting yeah. well ours is better <laughs> oh wow that's bold bold <laughs> well Aerobeats Flash I'm sorry all right we're not <laughs> yes we, we've gone back to our Aerobeats Flash well that's fine uh, Batman I would like, beats everybody so yes that's, that's but he's fine. not he is yeah. not around he's only a ten year old kid over on Gotham anyway uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank Guy English. Thank you. And John Moltz. Thanks. Thanks for being here, guys. And we'll see you at some point in the next few weeks. Thanks for tuning in.